Welcome to Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast for parents, brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Did you know U.S. consumers go through around 900 million plastic bottles of laundry detergent in a year? Grove Collaborative is the online marketplace that delivers all-natural home, beauty, and personal care products directly to your door, taking the guesswork out of going green. For a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash take it, they're going to get a free five-piece cleaning set from Miss Myers and Grove. That's a $30 value. Grove.co forward slash take it. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play Music. Be sure to subscribe and give us a review with your thoughts about the show. Thank you to XO April XO, who says she can't stop listening. She tells us, I work from home as an artist and have four kids. This podcast is my sanity. I will literally listen to episodes over and over while I'm working with one earbud in so I can still hear my kids. Love this podcast and both these women. So relatable, humble, and just real. Oh, I love that. Thank I love you. that, April. I'd love to see her art sometime, too. Yeah, I wonder what kind of artist she is. Yeah. Clay. That's Pastels. your first guess. <laughs> I don't know. I kept thinking, Clay? I kept thinking of the movie Ghost and like... <laughs> Maybe she's working the wheel. I don't know. I don't know anything about art. You're too much. I'm your host, Meredith from That's Inappropriate. I'm your host, Tiffany from Juggling the Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember we're not professionals at anything you may actually need. So any advice we give you can take. Or leave, because it might be crap. On today's episode of Take It or Leave It, uh, we're going to talk about a postpartum ad that was rejected by ABC to air during the Oscars for being too graphic. Uh... A post that we ran this uh, past week on Filter Free Parents that was titled, If My Daughter is the Mean Girl, Someone Please Tell Me. And uh, is marriage actually 50-50? Nah. Nah. Hey, quick question. Yeah. What is this floating at the bottom of my coffee? It just, the your the soy milk went down and, and it just kind of needs to be stirred. You need a spoon. I'll use my pencil. Don't. <gasps> Are you kidding right now? Are you okay? Are you going to stick a, a, my pencil in your cup of coffee? Your, it's a blue triangle. This is a kid's pencil, first of all. Second of all, there are people living in jungles feasting on bugs and squirrels, and you're appalled that I'm going to stir my coffee with a pencil? Well, they don't live in my house. She had a coronary. We were watching that show the other night, and the guy took a ruler out of his desk to scoop the peanut butter, and she almost had a stroke on the couch. Who does that? What show? Homeland. Uh, he took a ruler out of his desk and spread peanut butter on crackers, and I was like, I might have to stop watching. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but what's the difference between a ruler and a knife? Well, a knife is a knife, and a ruler is a disgusting filth germ hole that was sitting inside of somebody's desk. I mean, all right. Can, can, can I get you a spoon? If you if you have a problem with me stirring with a pencil, I guess we have no choice because yes. I'm not moving off this couch. Okay. Because I am comfy. Okay. But Thank please, you, Dave. Please don't. Daph, come here. Daph. Your dog is standing on the coffee I know, table. It's very weird. And I need Daph. Daphne, come. Daph. D- Daphne doesn't care about you. Come on. Come on. Up. Uh, Probably because you put a shock collar on her. Uh, she doesn't have a shock collar on. What is that? It's a bark collar, and it doesn't even work. Thank you work. so much, Dave. Let her come. Sorry, you got yelled at, Daphne. Dad said no. Okay. Ooh, this is awkward. She listens as soon as he says no. Oh, my God. She's, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> it's fine. No. It's fine. I don't know what to do. 
Are you going to be mad at me? I have nothing to do with the dog being up here. She's fine. It's Meredith. She's going to lay down and it's going to be fine. On me? This was <laughs> what? It's fine. She's not going. If she makes a noise, I'll kick her off. Okay. <sighs> Who loves the couch now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> what Go was ahead, this? Tiffany. Beige do. Okay. Our marriage. Okay. We already did that. Yeah. Today. Oh, are we going to do this? Okay. Oh, you have it. Today we have Tiffany from Arkansas opening things up for us. Well, we're going to see if it works. Hopefully. Hi, this is Tiffany from Arkansas. I have two little chitlins and let's go. Let's take it to Meredith and Tiffany for another mom fail moment. We're all here because we struggled in the past, and anyone who tells you otherwise is a big old lie bagger. Yeah, girl. Big old. Love you guys. Thanks. Oh, we love you too. That was great. Big old lie bagger. And also, (laughs) I think we should totally share the mess ups too. Yeah, when when they when they come in, it's the best. Well, great job, Tiffany. Yeah, love the name, (laughs) Meredith. Toffany. <laughs> My friend Toffany. <laughs> hey, after this, you got to tell me where you got those blinds. Okay. Um, I feel like it's your turn. Is it my turn? It might be my turn. I've been feeling guilty lately. Why? Um, I just feel like I'm very short fused with my kids a lot. And, um, I'm afraid that I'm making them feel like they're a nuisance. And then when they're in bed and I'm finally able to sit down in peace, I start to feel really super guilty about the way that I treated them when they were awake. And I don't know if it's because I'm on my phone and when they come up to me, it feels like a a nuisance at the time because I feel like what I'm doing on my phone is so important. Because it's work. Right. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I need to start dedicating more time one-on-one even Mm. with the kids because lately, and I know they say don't mom guilt, blah, 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 but I cannot help it when, when they go to bed, I feel really guilty. And if I think too much about it, I'll cry. So I got to stop. I outside looking in, Mm -hmm. you've had a major life change. The move? The move. So did you know that in the top three things that are most stressful in a person's life, buying a house is in the top three? I did know that. So you're literally in the top three right now of stressors that have included packing up an old house, moving into a new house. Um, We joke about, you know, decorating and setting up the house, but that's stressful. Mm -hmm. So all of these things are flooding in on top of the fact that you're still working all of the time. And it, it is, it's, it's so where you are, I would guarantee that probably every mom who listens or dad who listens to this podcast is like, yep, been there. Cause I remember when we moved from one, one house, the house that we had down the street here, um, it was, it was a lot to move all the kids stuff and your stuff and everybody's stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you realize how much stuff you have and it's just suffocating. Well, thank you. That makes sense. Dave's so sweet. He Googled research has shown that moving is more stressful than divorce. 
on a conducted survey of 2,000 people and six out of 10 people cited moving as the most stressful life event with divorce or a breakup coming in second. What's more is if you combine those two things. Right, right. It's which, even more stressful. Which is, which is, you have to think probably half the moves. Yeah. Because half of marriages end in divorce. So that's just math, I think. Which I'm not good with math, but I'm like, <laughs> I can do 50%. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Yeah. But I think that that's what I'm saying is huh. pairing these. Marriage really... is not 50 50. Yeah. But it is. Uh, so I think. No. Yeah, I got it. Okay. Okay. Um, but I think that that's probably part of the stress that you're, you know what I mean? Your body just gets so ramped up and think about it. Your insomnia is an overdrive right now, right? Mm. We were talking about that. I didn't go to bed till five thirty this morning. So y- your insomnia is ramped up because of the other stressors that you're facing with the move. Yeah. At least that's what Dr. Meredith thinks. I felt that. And yeah. that, thank you. That makes me feel better. I recently um, became a doctor while on a Royal Caribbean cruise line oh, where I saved a life. Yes, I knew this story was coming. <laughs> no, I'm not telling the story. I just wanted to give everybody my credentials. Oh, you're not telling the story? You no, don't, don't want to talk tell- about how you gave someone the Heimlich maneuver when they were choking and you saved them? I don't have to. I, look, it's fine. Well, since you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm just saying that I am certified, a certified medical doctor somewhere in the Caribbean. What? <laughs> Between my the Port of Miami and the Bahamas. <clears throat> but only in international waters. Otherwise, I can't Heimlich you. So. Don't say Heimlich you. I can't Heimlich you. You know? Anyway, moving on. Yeah so, yeah. so I don't know if that's a mom fail, but I feel like a failure of a mom a bit lately. And I don't always feel like this. I know it's temporary, but I also know that despite the stressors and despite everything, there's definitely more that I could be doing to ensure that my children feel loved and seen. And um, I want to make an effort to do that. Well, when you have those thoughts, try to just pounce on them in the moment. Yeah. You know, because we have been doing that kind of lately. Like today... Um, my kids don't have school on, and I don't know when this is going to air. So it's, uh, this is Valentine's day is tomorrow. There's no school for my kids tomorrow because it's a teacher work day. So they're having their Valentine's party today. Mm -hmm. And, um, we are vegans. We've talked about this on the show. We're plant-based eaters and my kids, um, we allow, we are allowing them to have, um, treats today in their class because they've. They just always, they're always different in the class parties, right? You can't eat this. You can't eat that. You can't have this. You can't have that. And so I said no raw dairy because my kids are super lactose intolerant and I don't want them to have diarrhea at school. But I was like, you can have cookies or cupcakes that are made with, do you know what I'm saying? Made with it, but it has to be like cooked. Can I ask you a question? Yes. And this is out of genuine curiosity. Do you think that while like, Dude, it's so incredible that your kids are vegan. I'm so jealous. They're going to be so healthy. Shoot. But do you think that there's going to come a day where they like rebel, right? Where they yes. get a taste of a cupcake and yep. then it's off and then they're sneaking cupcakes and then they're uh, robbing houses for cupcakes. Robbing houses. And then it, it went escalates. That, quick, that quickly to the B&E. I just wonder, okay. scientific, you're a doctor, so I thought right. I'd ask. I am. I think, no, I don't think at this age that they're going to go and hide things and secretly do it, but I do not believe that my kids will grow up and probably continue down this path. I think that they're going to... When do they... 
have a choice? 18? Well, we just had this conversation. So my oldest son is going into high school next year, and he's really excited to enter the culinary program. He wants to be a chef. Aww. And he loves to cook, and he loves to be in the kitchen. Really? Mm-hmm. He does. He'll make dinner once a week. Um, <gasps> I didn't know. And he enjoys it. However, if he enters into the culinary program, he's not going to be able to participate in cooking the way everybody else is in class. So we've kind of been talking about the fact that if he does do that, when he's in class, he's and he's a chef, he's going to have to be tasting and eating these things. And so we're going to have to... So there's exceptions. There's going to have to be exceptions. Because here's the thing. Nothing is black and white. Right. And although I, I... uh, we don't eat animals and we, you know, we're doing this out of a health thing. I do love animals, but it, you know, like of course. this wasn't because we were like, right, right, right. This was a health thing for us. Um, but I can't make that choice for each of my kids as they age. So I'm going to do everything I can now and give them like the best yeah, that I feel foundation. that I can give because we ate so poor. Like I literally ate so poorly mm-hmm. as a child into early adulthood that I grew a tumor in my esophagus. Whoa. Like my doctor told me that this was environmental. Wow. He was like, not that it's your fault, but it's your fault. Oh. And I was like, Oh, okay. But so actively I'm, we're trying to harness this and do what we think is best. That's incredible. But it's also, it's, there's no such thing as all or nothing or black and white. Cool. Shades of gray everywhere. I was just so curious about that. Yeah. So I think that that's definitely going to change for him, especially if he decides to become a chef, like actually become a chef. Like, And I also want to say just for the record that your kids aren't miserable with no. what they're eating because you guys cook really good stuff. And when they do have dairy, they get stomach aches and stuff. So it's not like you're torturing your kids. I don't want people to think but, that. But they were also lactose intolerant from birth. So right. raw dairy was never something that my kids should be eating. Right. They always would eat it and regret it instantly and so would we when we were stuck in the public bathrooms with them so that's what so that was the rule today it was like go have rice because it's like what are they going to eat at class rice crispy treats and cupcakes are they going to get a stomach ache yes but they're not going to have like diarrhea the teacher's going to be looking at them they're uh, going to be shoveling stuff they're, they're are you go- okay yeah it's good. and they are, and their <clears throat> teachers know this right so um, anyway it's it's fine it's fine it's fine everything is fine and you guys can always ask questions if you have questions but thanks that's um, great but anyway all right so <clears throat> that does it for the podcast for today, guys. <laughs> Tiffany's taking a nap on the couch. <laughs> um, hey, why are comp- computers so smart? <laughs> why? Are, I don't know. Why computers are so smart because of their motherboard? Oh Lord, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, these <clears throat> jokes—they just get better and better. What can I say? By now, most of us understand why it's so important to use natural products in our homes. But where do you find the time? Or them. Don't. (laughs) But where do you find them? Don't you wish there was someone who would curate all the highest quality, natural, non-toxic, sustainably sourced items? Why are you laughing? I'm not. You're ruining my flow, bro. You're trying to read it in that voice. I can hear you doing it. Well, because I was second guessing myself. I'm like, should I sound more natural? Should it be like a conversation? Should I read it clean? Like, I'm just going to do it like natural. Okay. We'll try that. By now, most of us understand why it's so important to use natural products in our homes. But where do we find them? Don't you wish there was someone who would curate all the highest quality, natural, non-toxic, sustainably sourced items we need? Introducing Grove Collaborative. Trust Grove to not only recommend the best 
I trust Grove to not only recommend the best, I love that they always have my back. And they'll have yours too, Meredith. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What are you digging about Grove right now, dude? They have uh, recycled garbage bags. Yeah, I've been and using I them. And I love them because I feel like, okay, yes, I have to throw things in the trash and that's just a reality of life, but I'm going to get, I'm going to use these recycled trash bags yeah. and I like them and they're a good size. You could fit a body in there. I feel like, you know, if you had a, a body of lettuce. That's no, I feel like why is, why is that your go-to? Okay. You could fit a body in there. We, we, we were looking for a car last year. The first thing she says to the guy is, how many bodies can you put in the trunk? It's the first words out of her mouth. Meredith, do you need... Size-wise. To talk about something? No, I'm totally fine. I just feel like... I think she's a Taurus. (laughs) Most serial killers are Taurus. I'm a Virgo. Samesies. Yeah. We're in the middle of an ad, guys. Sorry. So, yeah, I love the uh, trash bags. So, join us and over 2 million lifetime customers who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. For a limited time, when our listeners go to grove.co slash take it, you're going to get a free five-piece cleaning set from Mrs. Myers and Grove. That's a $30 value. Head on over to grove.co forward slash take it. Get this exclusive offer. Why? All right, so get this. And I found this to be very interesting because now you've not seen, I don't think you've seen this ad. How do you know? Have you? No, but okay. how did you know that? That you hadn't seen it? Yeah. I just didn't think this was something. I've that, seen it all over my feed, but I'm not going to click on it. Yeah. That, well, Because I, I feel like everybody, don't get me started. Okay. So there was this postpartum ad that was rejected by ABC to air during the Oscars because they said it was too graphic. And here's the thing. They have all these books about what to expect when you're expecting and this, that, and the other thing. But nobody wants to talk about the shit that goes down postpartum when you go home. Preach. And you are in the mesh undies with double phone book size maxi pads, Mm. dropping clots the size of baseballs. Nobody wants to talk about that. They don't want to talk about the perineum care that you need, the witch hazel pads that you're using, the fact that you probably got some gangly-ass hemorrhoids hanging out your ass. Meredith. You do, though, okay? Like, yes, this is graphic, but this is also motherhood. You birthed this baby, your body has gone through a trauma, and you do need to purchase products to care for said trauma. And this company, Freedom Mom, made this ad that was absolutely fantastic and spot on, and... Like, why would you not share that? At least 50% of the audience of the Oscars is going to be women. Probably more Mm. is my guess. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think that that's too graphic to show an ad that's literally explaining a a, a process that's going to happen to every woman who has a baby? I should have done my research. Are you going to watch it now? How long is it? 60 seconds. Um, Was it the Oscars or Super Bowl? Oscars. Okay, so basically, my it's hard to formulate an opinion because I haven't seen it per se. Uh, well, wait, go ahead and watch. I'm so sorry. Uh, what's it called? Vagina freedom. Freedom. Dave's got it. Okay, turn it all the way up. I think it's fine if it picks up on the mic, right? It's not violent, political, or sexual in nature. Our ad is not religious or lewd, and does not portray guns or ammunition. It's just a new mom home with her baby. And her new body for the first time. Yet it was rejected. And we wonder why new moms feel unprepared. 
We make pro- products that help women prepare for postpartum recovery. We're free to mom. Oh, that brings back memories. Wow. Right? So if you guys have not seen this, you need wow. to go over to filterfreeparents.com and you need to check out this article that we wrote up on it. What? Because every single product that they were using, I have used on yeah. my downstairs after having a baby. Question. Okay. I have questions. Um, what, how was it banned? Like okay, I'll they read made the you. commercial and then they it said, <sighs> Okay. According to an email from Freedom Mom, ABC objected to the commercial because it was too graphic with partial nudity and product demonstration. Partial nudity. Hmm. I don't. Th- I don't. I, I watched it. I didn't because she was in mesh undies. They consider that partial nudity and too graphic because she had a maxi pad. How many tampon commercials? Are there on and pad commercials on TV? And bathing all the time. suits. Bathing suits. Okay. Advertisements of the following were not politi- were, were not permitted. And you said this: political candidates, positions, religious or faith based messages, guns, gun shows, ammunition, feminine hygiene products, adult diapers, condoms, or hemorrhoid remedies were all banned during banned during the Oscars. So it's like, wait a minute. So it's not banned in real life. It was during that time slot. So this company paid to have their advertising shown or wanted to pay to have their advertising shown during this slot. Why? Because so many women watch the Oscars. Yeah. They, they said no because of partial nudity and product demonstrations. And I have a problem with that because these are definitely products. New moms. We don't talk about this. People are not jumping up and down and being like, Hey, remember that time that you had your, um, you were cut from, hold a hole and you were you know oozy and gross and whatever did you try that spray from people aren't out talking about this actively and people are like somebody right now just had a baby boom another baby boom these women are going home and they're feeling alone and isolated right totally get it 100 percent. i think the ad is genius and it's wonderful and it brings back so many memories of a time that was really dark but (laughs) but it was and that's okay to talk about that i'm just i'm sorry but i watched you watch it yeah and i watched your body language while you were watching it and you were like oh like when she pulls down her pulls down her mesh undies and do you remember sitting on the toilet i remember everything the first poop the bur- yeah i remember the burning i remember oh. i remember having to get up for the baby and how what the way she was walking it was real you know and yeah. me being resentful towards my spouse for making me get up and get the baby when my vag was falling out okay yeah. so the commercial's genius and it's mm-hmm. wonderful and it's beautiful. From a business standpoint, if you are trying to create the illusion of elegance and 
all of that, I can understand why during this one particular hour or two hours, how, however long the Oscars are, that they wouldn't want it from a CEO's perspective because you are wanting to make this regal, elegant thing, you know, for high society type people. And that realness, I don't think that type of crowd is ready for it. But and what I will say is they should use the commercial. They can use the commercial in other ways, like people like us could share it to the people who need it. Our main demographic is freedom. Women for- Mom, call us is what Tiffany is no. saying. <laughs> I'm just saying and I agree with her. Yeah. I, you know, like I'd be happy to share it and it, I feel like it would make a huge difference because the people in my community are, uh, in that time mm-hmm. or have been in that time or about yeah. to be and get it and understand it and it'll resonate, D- you know, an elegant, fancy gown gala, maybe wants to showcase Mercedes and Cartier and all of that. And I get why they wouldn't want it during that time slot. But I think it should be in every other time slot. I appreciate you playing devil's advocate. I stand firm on the ground that they were wrong (laughs) and that real life doesn't um, get to stop for fancy galas and Cartier balls. Okay, well, let me ask you, why does it matter so much. I think because that it of wasn't the amount, during that specific time slot. First of all, they're paying customers who didn't break the rules. Second of all, True. these the majority of people who watch the Oscars are women. Yeah, but who so, watches the Oscars? I watched the Oscars. You did. You you have a joke to t- tell me I'm old. No, Tiffany? I'm just saying. Did I, you put your walker next to your chair? To, <laughs> just waiting to see if you. Were no, right. I'm just. I didn't know people actually like. You know, I didn't know. That that was something I don't know that people I'm, do. I was curious. Yeah, I didn't see the whole thing, but I watched some of the Oscars. I'm just saying this. The, the, all right, we can agree to disagree. What about and agree to during agree. the Super Bowl? What are your thoughts if they would have showed that during the Super Bowl? I I think that would have been great because once again, I think there are definitely fifty fifty percent of people watching the Super Bowl were women. Do you see from a CEO's perspective why they wouldn't want to show that during the Super Bowl? I I can I understand what point you're trying to make. I still firmly believe it was wrong. I know, but for this specific question, could you see why they wouldn't want to? Yes, but they would be wrong. Okay, I'm just saying <laughs> that for the same reason that I wonder why these people make decisions 99% of the time the way I, they do. I'm saying, I tell people all the time, anytime a company comes to me and wants me to do something, I'm like, I'm, I see what you want me to say and what you want me to do, but I'm telling you, I know these people who are going right. to be watching it. Not going to work. It's, they're not, they're going to see right through this. Yeah. Uh-uh. So let me do it my way, the real way. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with you. And I just think that that's a whole other topic for a whole other podcast. But do you want to yeah. know why <laughs> I do play devil's advocate? I'll be the first to admit it because I love viewing all sides. I'm pretty open-minded. I love that you do it. But... I'll just say that I also, on the other hand, will say this, no offense to anybody who's posted, shared it, or felt any type of way about it. I do feel like as a society, we all dig having the opportunity to be outraged about something. And it seems as if people are always trying to find something to complain about. Yeah, okay. That's fine. I Look, believe me, I had a woman email me yesterday asking how to unfollow my page. <laughs> I get those and all the time. I was like, bitch, please just go unfollow. Like, why you got to email me to ask? Google just go. It. Like, see you later. Bye. Like, it's fine. No love loss. It's cool. But, um, cause I offend a ton of people. 
because I'm opinionated, obviously, and I'm. But that's good because people like you get stuff done. People like me are just like meh. No, I don't. I for my mental health and my heart, I'm just gonna sit this one out. <laughs> I think that it's great that we're so different, but I also like. I just feel like these types of things should be discussed and talked about because I didn't see a reason why that ad shouldn't be played. And it was a great ad. Like that ad was spot on. It was so raw and so real. And I was like, we need more of that. Yeah. So that's why I'm getting that feeling. Right. If I would have seen something like that after I had my babies. Yeah. I would have been like, wow. Yeah, I'm because not alone, you know, you do you feel it's it's so isolating. But once again, it, that's why we do what we do. And I think it's more and more becoming more and more common for people to share their truth, which is why we got to keep trucking. Good. one. Got to circle them wagons. <laughs> <laughs> I was that was for you. <sighs> All right. But yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing commercial. Sorry, I'm just reading. But yeah, is Frida the, the nose sucker? I feel like they do have some of those products too. Yeah. Where you suck the, the, the hose. hose. Yeah, it could be. I, there's a, there's a bunch of different companies that make that, but I feel like Frida mom has that as well. But yeah, Frida mom, call us. Um, we're happy to chat. We love your raw, real, relatable postpartum message. <laughs> Don't you me. <laughs> Just say it. Moving on. There's Parenting a time crap. and a place, Meredith. It was right now. Did you, <laughs> did you miss it? Parenting crap is brought to you by Meredith and Tiffany. Why? We're the bomb diggity. Agreed. <clears throat> Join us this October as we take a take it or leave it. I'll start that over. D- this is worded funny. Join us this October as Take It or Leave It hits the high seas. That's right. You can join us as we record a live podcast on a Royal Caribbean cruise line where I am a certified doctor to the Bahamas this fall. We will have daily group activities, VIP dinners, and special events. Space is limited, so coordinate with your mom friends and visit podcasttakeitorleaveit.com to register today. Or your non-mom friends. Or your husband. We had lots of couples last year on the cruise. Neighbor. (laughs) Sure. I mean, as long as your neighbor's cool with sharing a room with you. Oh. Doesn't get weird. Okay. Desperate housewives. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, sorry. I I don't know. You said it. Why did they have to share a room? I didn't say it. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Look more excited. I'm terrified. (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait to record a podcast in front of a live audience like we do it on dude that's weird we do it on we do it live on facebook but we've never recorded this sucker out in like in front of people like that way in front of people like in our space people you're not excited about that like that excites me i can't read that far away oh that's for you i think can you just hand it to me i'm off the hook why somebody's mad at you (gasps) thank god it's not me whoo I was about to get. Oh, Haley, don't. Haley, that video was made a year ago. Okay, so, I, so Haley is upset because of I. It's I. I made a video about greeting cart. Oh no. Uh. What? I don't know why y'all don't turn the ringer off I on that I during know. podcast days. Okay. Um, I made a video about greeting cards cause I'm not a super, uh, a super, what's the word? 
uh, affectionate, mushy gushy, <laughs> lovey dovey, sentimental. sentimental, sentimental. I'm not a super sentimental person, but what I can tell you, Haley, and anybody who has ever sent me anything, and anybody who's ever been my office can testify. I save everything. I have a box full of cards. I have, if you on the shelf in my office, I have. Yeah, you have a lot of them. I have, I have cups and pictures and drawings, and I save everything. You are actually the person who inspired me to start keeping my cards when I started receiving them because I remember coming over to your house in the very beginning when we first met you had a whole like wall I of keep cards every one of them and I was like that's got to be so inspiring you know what I mean I, so I started I keep them all I have things that people have sent me up on my walls and my little I call it my cubicle area so Haley don't be sad I, I I'm talking about like spouse to spouse or birthday cards or things where people are it feels like an obligation, not something that you want to do. Those are the kind of cards that I'm like, why do we ha- like why is society telling us we have to do it? If you want to do it, I think that's great and I literally do save all of them, but no, I'm not one of those mushy people. Yeah. But and there's nothing wrong with mushy people. I'm really not like I probably should have read this later and addressed it separately. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I but I, I am. I am telling you from the bottom of my heart. I save all of them. I have a huge box. I do. I am just. Um, uh, it's a. It's a like I wouldn't like I didn't buy a Valentine's card for my husband. And, and I will he also didn't buy one for me. And we, I wouldn't save it even if he did. How do you know I didn't buy you one? I, I'll put money on it. And you can't go buy one now. So there. I just want to say also really quick, just because, and I'm not talking to the person who said this specifically, but it is so hard for us to not offend people in some way or another. <laughs> and it sucks the life out of me sometimes. So I'm sure that, you know, Meredith meant no harm when she made the video. It was just a video to get people thinking, get people talking. And I'm, I I can assure you, uh, she wasn't trying to. No, I don't think you did Haley. I don't think you were trying to, I, 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 I just wanted to let you know that really and truly I, this community has a big chunk of my heart and I do save everything. Magnets. Haley cups. was on the cruise last year. Yeah. So, I mean, Oh, so you know her? Yeah. So, so Girl, you know it. where Meredith's heart lies. Yeah. My heart will go on. I'm, on a cruise. On I, a cruise on the high seas. Brought to you by Meredith and Tiffany, who offend people every day of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this story, if my daughter is the mean girl, someone please tell me. This story, I I don't know about you. You have two girls. I have one. I worry about this sometimes. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, 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 I was a middle school and a high school teacher, so I know all about the mean girls. Um, and of course, having a daughter, it is something that I worry about is raising or any kid, not just a, not just my daughter, my sons. I, you have this fear as a parent that you're, you could potentially raise a bully, Mm. you know, I'm worried about my son getting bullied. No, being a bully. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not worried about my daughters really. Now I will be. Thank you. <laughs> I, um, I, I'm, I, I hope that like I'm chill enough around them and I instill enough like kindness and good nature to where they aren't D holes. You know what I mean? But if they were, I would nip it in the bud, but nip it in the butt or bud. I don't know. But I feel like some parents out there are just, it, it's different because like 
what is the definition of a mean girl? You know, is it somebody who's assertive and stands up for themselves and doesn't put up with anybody's crap? Because mm-hmm. that's the parent teaching them not to be a doormat. Mm-hmm. Or is Agreed. it somebody who pulls your hair and smacks you in the face? That's different, you know? So I'll read a tiny excerpt just so that you can have some context. If I find out my daughter is the mean girl, I will certainly wonder where I went wrong. I will feel as though I've somehow failed her in the subject of kindness during my parenting instructions. I'll question what I could have done differently and I'll feel immense guilt that I didn't do a better job of teaching my daughter how to be inclusive and empathetic, but I'll get over it. Nothing in life is more important to me than raising decent human beings. Even if you're not sure, I want you to tell me if my daughter is the mean girl. Even if you're my friend, especially if you're my friend, I want you to tell me if my daughter is the mean girl. Please tell me. I need to know because if that is my child, that means she is mistreating someone else's child. As much as I want my kid to learn that there are ultimate, ultimately ramifications to their actions and choices, I don't want that lesson to come at the expense of someone else's happiness, self-esteem, or self-worth. Should my daughter choose to act with disrespect by bullying, excluding, insulting, or otherwise hurting another child, I don't want that child's ego to suffer at the hands of my daughter. And this was, um, this was a post that was written and published on, uh, Filter Free Parents. And we share these stories because these experiences will help so many other people and so many other moms when they see this and they get to pass this along. And I think that this hits the nail on the head. Like, tell me if you see my kid, if we're friends, if we're not friends, whatever, speak up and tell me because I don't want somebody else's kid to feel bad because my kid made them feel that way. Right. Like, that's a scary thing to go through as a parent, as a, you know, and I'm like, that kind of freaks me out. That's a worry I have. Yeah. I always say that like people do so much about that. There's so many resources available for people who are bullied. Right. And parents are always talking about people being bullied. But like, I felt like for a long time, there wasn't enough emphasis on parents teaching their kids not to be the bully. Like, you know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. all this, this is what you do if you get bullied, you know, but teaching your kids not to be a bully is huge too. I was bullied growing up. It made me famous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It made me uh, come up with really unhealthy defense mechanisms. <laughs> well, it, it. But I think it's important that she's putting this message out there because a lot of times you don't want to offend another parent by criticizing their kid. Mm-hmm. So it's good that that door's open. I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, I think it's, I, I well, I, it's a tough topic. I think when you started discussing it and you were like, is this bullying or is this kid being assertive? Is this an issue with what they're saying or the tone that they're using? Like we had an instance where we had to go to the school the other day. I picked up Brian from school and there was a note in his agenda that he had mouthed off to a teacher and he, what he said was correct. Mm. How he said it was wrong. So the conversation he had with the teacher, he was giving correct and accurate information, but his tone of voice right. was awful. Right. And so we had to sit and have a conversation about the fact that what you say and how you say it are very different things. Oh, my mom used to talk to me about that all the time. Yeah. And so, you know, and then we used that hour of, of therapy that we had with it. It just so happened that this instance happened on a day we were picking him up to take him to therapy because he goes to weekly therapy. And we sat and chatted all about that at therapy for an hour. And 
those are the type of moments that you have to, as parents, I think you have to just, you got to dive in and it's uncomfortable and you can feel yucky, but those are the moments when you teach those lessons and you have those conversations because it doesn't just end with him. We have the same thing where he and I are saying something that might be accurate to each other, but it's the way we say it. And we're doing that in front of our kids. Mm. And so we have to talk about that. So the therapist actually said something about starting off a reply to somebody with a negative automatically, automatically makes the other person defensive. So when you start a sentence with no, the other person is automatically going to feel defensive about it. Hmm. Makes sense. And and we have a tendency to do that. And then our kids pick up on it. I'm not saying we as a whole, I'm saying literally my husband and I, and so we're, we have to work on that. Mm-hmm. So I think there's always opportunities. So talk to your, talk to your friends about their kids openly because it could benefit them. And I'm not saying in an unkind way, but if you see something, say something. Yeah. I I realized when I, (laughs) when I started going there, I knew exactly where that was going to end. This is to me, this is just one of those subjects where it's like a no brainer. Like, you know what I mean? There's not, it's not divisive. It's like, heck yeah, if your kid's being, you know what I mean? So I don't know how much meaningful commentary I can give. No, I think that's great. I think, I think it's, it's something that should be addressed and we should, it should, it's top of mind for parents. And that's why I wanted to chat about it. Love it. Just talk, let's just talk about these Uh, things. Okay, perfect. Cause I've been doing a lot of thinking about Sophia and not trying to be rude. (laughs) She's got a real sass. She does. You might want to nip it in the bud. Yeah, do I? Yeah. Sophia is your favorite. I love her so much. (laughs) I will eat her face. Sophia is your favorite. She's the only one that likes me. Oh, not true. Matias is too cool. Matias. He throws up a peace sign. (laughs) He'll give you a one. Brian thinks I'm weird and runs when I come in the room. No. I'm just kidding. I never see him. No. you've, You've spent the most time with Sophia. I love her. She is a good girl. Okay. Next Should we move on? Next page. It's this couch. It's making me feel... I feel like I'm hanging out. I forget we have stuff to do. Who wrote this? Oh, is it a secret? Is it like somebody... Is it just in the group? Not this. <laughs> the article about the mean. Oh, we could pull it up. Oh, no, no, you. no. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I just pull it up and we'll put it out there. I feel like we should credit them. Yeah, yeah. It's on our website, but absolutely. I didn't... I mean, I didn't... I, I wasn't even... Saying that you weren't, I'm just saying, I just I'm trying to make conversation while I flip the page. Really? Thanks. You always find a way to make it awkward. <laughs> it was a great article, by the way, and beautifully written. I'm not, I agree. No, I wasn't saying you weren't. I was just making That a was a very defensive No, it was tone. a state. It was beautifully written. <sighs> it has 56.7 thousand shares. It just says that. That's that not real. That's between uh, between Facebook and the post. Yeah. yeah. It was viral. Well, that's a lot. Yeah. We don't play around at filterfreeparents.com. <sighs> wow. So Nicole Pecoraro, Pecoraro, Pecaro. Piccadilly? Uh, yeah. Nicole P-E-C-O-R-A-R-O. Pecor- Say it. I got nothing. Say it. <laughs> so I have trouble putting putting my finger on where Brian gets 
the leading with no or telling people that they're wrong and correcting them. Oh, I don't yeah, know where me. it comes from. Oh, look, we spent time in therapy talking about it. It was me. Okay, fine. It was fantastic. Loved this. And if you want, you should get all of your um, trending parenting stories from filterfreeparents.com. Why? Nice plug. We're the leading source in all parenting news ever on Jupiter, Saturn, Mars. <laughs> Three stars on the Milky Way. <laughs> Three. <laughs> Working on the rest Three of the Three out of stuff. infinity. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Go. Well, you're supposed to say love and marriage. Oh, man. That's my bad. Yep. Yeah. Love and Marriage is brought to you by Grove Collaborative. Healthy plant-based non-toxic cleaning products work, and the good ones are actually more enjoyable to use. But where do you start, and who do you trust? That's where Grove Collaborative comes in. With Grove, you don't have to shop multiple stores or search endlessly online to get all of the natural goods you need for you and your family. I trust Grove to only recommend the best. I love that they always have my back, and guess what? They'll have yours too. Hey, Tiffany, mm. what's your current favorite product? Um, the hand soap and the lotion. Mm. Mrs. Myers. I just moved into my new house mm. and I have my soap and lotion on my tray. Mm. The white glass tray that goes with my farmhouse decor. Do you have a farmhouse sink in the new house? I don't know what that means. Is it one big sink or is there a divide in the middle? There's no divide. It's a farmhouse sink. I love your sink. Your sink's huge. Is my sink bigger than your sink? Yeah, big time. That was the first thing I thought. I'm like, at this house. Nice. My sink is bigger than Good. More dishes. You to do. I think I can't wait to come see your house. I can't wait either. You'll see Mrs. Myers all over. So yes, thanks Grove. Join us in over two million lifetime customers who trust Grove. Cl- Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Join us in over two million lifetime customers who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. For a limited time, when our listeners go to Grove.co/take it, they're going to get a free five-piece cleaning set from Miss Myers and Grove. That's a thirty-dollar value. That's grove.co forward slash take it. So uh, in a, a mom on Facebook, wife, whether, whether, whether and wife. Cool story. Mother and wife on Facebook uh, posted about marriage not being 50-50. And the reaction was um, fantastic with people you know, commenting on, on their marriages. But, uh, she said, Oh, I got it. Heather Delaney. Uh, I already had that. Cause Wait. I was smart. What? She did a story that we talked about last week too. Didn't she? Did she? Is she the grocery cart one? That was a while ago. But Maybe was, I'm wrong. I don't know. Was that? Her I name know. sounds so familiar. It could be. And if it is, your brain works really effing weird. It might not be her. You're going to Google it? Yeah, just I do keep remember going. talking about the shopping cart one, though, and that maybe that was her. But so Heather Delaney wrote... Um, And it garnered a ton of interest on the interweb this week. She said, there is nothing equal about our moments, our days, our responsibilities, because we decided long ago that 50-50 isn't for us. When my dad was ill with cancer and destroying the last little bit of life he had left, I didn't give my 50. When he started his new job that consumed his days and nights, 
he didn't give his 50. When I was recovering from giving birth to a child and spent all night nursing such child, I didn't have 50 to give. When his best friend unexpectedly passed away and he had to learn to live life without someone that he thought he would have for another 40 years, he didn't have 50 to give. Sure, some days look 50-50. I'll cook dinner and he sets the table. I'll do the dishes as he sweeps the floor. But we have chosen to never keep score. For there are days when the scoreboard will be in his favor and there are days where it will be in mine. But scoreboards, they work for soccer, basketball, baseball, baseball, they work for games. They don't work for relationships. A relationship is one day showing up 80 while giving grace for those who give 20. And I just thought that that was such a fantastic way to say it. Because I think a lot of times in relationships, we get caught up with the scoreboard. Yeah. Oh, girl, that's my favorite thing. I actually wanted to make a scoreboard to put over our bed. Oh, my gosh. With like the th- things that you could flip for like the numbers. And then I thought. Would that really... be by, would you, uh, argument winnings? Or anything. And I just thought, I'm thinking about it in a way where I thought it was funny and being sarcastic and whatever. But I was like, this could be a really. It was. Look at you, girl. <laughs> yes, Heather Delaney wrote the shopping cart one. That's yes. Funny. But I just think she's I think she hit the nail on the head. Like it was so fantastic to talk about like it's okay to be to only have 20 to give that day. Yeah, and I think it's uh, has a lot to do with expectations as well. If oh. you are expecting your your partner to put in the same amount of effort that you do on every single given day, then you are going to be disappointed every single given day. Yes. I'm raising my hand for those of you who aren't here that can see this because I am guilty of doing this. The argument we have every single time I come home from a trip where I walk into the house and I'm like, what the f*** happened in here? Been gone for four days. No mother effing laundry has been done. Did you just say the F word? It was an accident, Phil. And then I realize. That's what it's like when she comes home. I do. (laughs) It is. And then I'll realize after the fact, it's like his priorities are not my, like my priorities. Like I prioritize these things ahead of other things because it makes me feel better about my space and I feel less anxious. He could live in a slop hole and he would not feel anxious about it. I don't know. I think he might. Mm -mm. You wouldn't actively clean it. I clean things. They're just not the things you clean in the order you clean them. It's pri- you're expectations. right. E- expectations and priority. You're right. You're right. And I just thought this piece was so good and I thought it was worth a share. So what is something that Drew prioritizes um, that over things that you wouldn't? And Exercise. That was quick. Okay. So he prioritizes exercise. What do you prioritize that he doesn't, that he would deem? Rest. Ing. He doesn't think that that should be a priority? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) He does not. uh, That's a bad example. That's just fresh in my mind because he's been working out two times a day and I've been napping two times a day. But um, he doesn't prioritize anything. I prioritize every single thing Hmm. from the noises he makes when he eats. Like I try to control everything and I expect. Okay. So the kids mainly is the thing. I expect a certain level of response from him to certain situations. If the kids are sitting on the couch right next to you and they're screaming and fighting and you're just staring at your phone with your blinders on, I will punch you in the face. Okay. Because in my mind, it's like nails on a chalkboard. And I'm like, hello, I'm on the toilet three rooms down. You're sitting right friggin' next to this 
and it's not a priority for you to address it, find out who, you know, what's going on, who's wrong, who's right. So now I have to come all the way from across the house and bring the hammer down because now I'm bringing resentment with me out of the bathroom for my husband and I direct it at my kids. And so I think that uh, that's a huge one. For yeah. Me. Agreed. I understand that a lot. And I think every mom in here can relate to that. Why should I have to scream from the toilet when you're right next to the situation? Or why are they coming into the bathroom and walking past the husband on the couch to open a pack of fruit snacks? You come in here, I'm shitting. You came into this room where I am actively taking a poop for me to open food for you? Yeah. Right, but that's, that's not our fault. That's their fault for going right by us. I didn't know they were smuggling right, but you should snacks. do an intervention and be like, hey, baby, mommy's, mommy's going potty. Come in here. What do you need? Okay. That's the sexiest thing. But but if they okay, so if they're arguing with each other, I, I don't let them argue. I don't. That's what my I husband I don't need to says. get in the middle of it. It's not my business. Because they I, don't. They but they don't need, prioritize. They that. need guidance. They have to learn. When they start throwing chairs at each other, I'll get involved. Oh. But until then, I mean, let them figure it out. Mm. Oof! I can't. Because mm. it's going to escalate mm-hmm. if there's nobody and, there. And that's when I step in. I send them to their rooms. And then they're like, why am I in trouble? I was just responding naturally to my surroundings. This is so confusing. Nobody's talking to me. They're just yelling and punishing. So you have to, you have to get in there and be like, hey, I know you want that toy, but your sister had it first. Okay? So let her play with it. If she decides to share it, then she'll share it. But in the meantime, you be patient. And if she doesn't share, then you don't share your toys with her in the future. Simple. Don't hit each other. Okay. Well, I f- feel like I should share more. Now that you've scolded me. I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. But I'm telling you, the the brain works so differently. The way we interact is so different. Everything is so stinking different. I don't even, you know, what? I don't even know how many times we've argued over laundry, but I feel like it's probably in the millions. Okay, so what does that tell you? That tells you that your life would be, think of all, if you could get all of that time back, all the time you've spent arguing about laundry, if you got all that time back, you'd probably have a nice two-month vacation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if it is, How do you get that back? You don't, but going forward, you can prevent having to waste any more time over clothing. By Dave doing There laundry? are people wearing loincloths. Okay. And scooping their peanut butter with a ruler. <laughs> peanut butter with ruler. I'm saying if that is, and you, if you know that this is an area that she is very passionate about he it, knows. out of love and respect for her, you should be willing to try and make a little bit more of an effort. And you should understand that he does not see and view things the way that you do. And you need to tone it the F down. Look, I told the kids when she's gone, they're allowed one outfit the whole time. <laughs> they keep changing. <laughs> idiot you're an idiot you're an idiot <laughs> one outfit the whole time. <laughs> he probably has so much anxiety every time the kids come out in a new outfit because he knows he's not gonna do it he doesn't and then he's like i did the laundry and i'm like no you didn't look, look what it comes down to every time there's a fight 90 uh, percent of the time that there's a fight it's because someone expected something different than what someone else did Right. Because she thinks I should have certain expectations that I don't. Or I think she should have certain expectations that she doesn't. Right. And we get mad. And that's it. And it's a waste. I think for me, a lot of the times what it is, is I feel like if if you love me, man, 
You know what I'm saying? My husband never tells me when I'm doing anything wrong. He never tells me when I'm doing anything that bugs him. So he doesn't give me the opportunity to correct or adjust my behavior. Oh, Dave all day tells me what he hates about me. He he actually sat the other day and he's like, you are the most annoying person I've ever met. He actually said those words. And I was like, that hurt my feelings. Okay. You remember the example earlier when she's like, you have two minutes. I do that when he does this, 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 and that. Yeah. That's what she was doing. Yeah. And then he was like, you're the most annoying person I've ever met. And I was like, oh, ouch. And he's like, well, be less annoying. (laughs) Okay. I feel like it's like just jib jabs. We just go at it all day. We are all day long. That's what we do. I don't know. It works. Yeah. It just works. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But if it's not working for others. Right. Well, I'm sure that so then, probably drives some people off a cliff, but it just, it's how we do it. Either way, it's about compromise. It's about communication. And if you're having trouble doing it on your own, then go get help and do it uh, with a counselor. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. But my, I spent so much time having a resentment against my husband because he was not doing the things that I wanted or thought that he should be doing. And, um, I realized all I had to do was open my mouth and tell him exactly what I wanted. And if he still didn't do it, then that was like blatantly disrespectful (laughs) (laughs) and he needed to be reprimanded with a good spanking. Yeah. Well, I mean, and somebody just said the comments that scrolled through Facebook, if, and people who watch it live, they said, that seems exhausting. Your fighting seems exhausting. And there are days when we exhaust each other. And there are other days where it's just. I don't know that it's actual fighting. No, we go back and forth. Yeah. It's not, we're not yelling at each other. It's, it's a, it's, and it's just how we've been. I've never heard them fight. And I know I'm only here for four hours a week, but. I just, it's, I feel like you have to do something to keep the spark alive. And sometimes it's poking. Oh, me and Drew do that all the time. We poke. I'm like, oh, wow. I sure wish somebody would have bought me a water when they came in the room instead of just themselves. And he's like, oh, I wish somebody would have told me they wanted a water because I'm not a mind reader. And I'm like, I wish somebody would have just assumed and wanted me to be quenched. Quenched. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a banter. Yes. It's not a, yeah, it's not we a. really don't. And yeah, that's the fight. thing is if you watch us on Filter Free, because he'll sit in his chair, which is off camera or whatever, you'll hear us go back and forth. But, but believe banter. me, we have fights. There's times when we, when we fight because that's part of marriage. Of course. But for the most part, it's just this back and forth. And it's how we, it's how we get it off of our chest. You in know. passive aggressive ways. It's sometimes, and other there's times nothing passive aggressive about. Yeah, I'm pretty direct. Right. You I think really... it's because we've known each other since we were 14? Maybe. Aww. I mean, it's a long time that we've been that we've been around each other. Like we're old now. We're he's 40, and I'll be 40 this year. So I'm just saying, like, it's if fine. you're not bickering with your spouse, you're not talking to each other <laughs> because there's no way you can have that many conversations without bickering. Yeah, it's it's just, you know, and I think the other problem, too, is my inability to properly shape my honesty at times. That's a nice way of saying it. So, like, I'll say something properly shaped i don't know how to make it softer maybe make my honesty (laughs) less like a dagger 
Um, because sometimes I'll tell him things and he's just like, what's that called? It's called having tact or what's it I called? I don't have tact. I don't. Yes, you're right. That's what it is. I have very little, <laughs> little tact. So I'll say things and people I don't feel mean, attacked. Yeah. Like I don't mean to be so abrasive, <laughs> but I am like a Brillo pad. Aww. So it's not, it's not on purpose. So there's that. Okay, people are very concerned and want to know if you go back and forth in front of the kids. I've seen three uh, comments from the live. Not fighting wise, but we, 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 it's our normal. Yeah. And also, I don't know, I feel like I'm Captain Save a Ho today and I have to defend your honor. I'm sorry, but I also feel like, honestly, obviously, I'm sure you guys make an effort to not go crazy in front of the children. But, you know, I will say that there are times where my husband and I snip back and forth in front of the kids because, you know, and obviously it's not healthy and obviously you shouldn't do it, but it happens. Yeah, I I mean, we don't, if we are going to have a full-blown fight, and we know a full-blown fight is coming, we'll go to the room and shut the door. Yeah. Not that the door is going to save the yelling from getting through, but yeah. we haven't, knock on wood, we haven't had one of those in a while. So now one will happen. Um, there were times in my childhood where there was a lot of chaos and yelling and arguing and uh, cops being called and whatnot. And so I... Uh, I want the exact opposite for my kids, but there are times where my husband and I will have an impassioned, is that a word moment? Yes. yes. And I'll be like, we're not going to do this here. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Yeah. Like, and, but if there are people out there who can spend their entire lives, never saying, um, an animated slash heated sentence to their partner in front of kids, I applaud you. Yeah, that's, I don't know. I feel like you love somebody that much. You're going to have arguments, disagreements. And yeah. and the kids are always around. Yeah. Go someplace else, kids. We're trying to have an <laughs> irrational trying, argument we're here. We're trying to fight here. <laughs> <laughs> Go ride your bike. Mommy and daddy are about to throw down. Yeah. So, well, great way to end the episode. <laughs> A lot better than last week. Why? What was last week? Your mother-in-law's gonna yeah, die. Say, oh, right, grandma right. died. <laughs> right. Grandma's dead. I Bye. forgot. Did that one air yet? Was no, that, that last comes week? out Sunday. Oh, oh Lord. Good. So we haven't gotten any hate mail yet. It's Wait, coming. no. Wasn't that just out next? Because next week is the call call in. Oh yeah, it was. Yes, it was. That yeah, was. This that was. Week. That yeah. was. That's what I thought. So they already know. So they did anybody know. have anything to say? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, because I, I love my mother-in-law. I just. It was just a really weird thing to say. I was in a, you know what it was? There was people in the studio with us. Well, this isn't why I said it. I said it because I said it. But <laughs> um, I, w- I felt really like nervous at the what? end of class because you had all these friends coming in. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's people. And then I felt like, so come on the cruise with us. <laughs> tell, listen, tell me about it. It's fine, there's going to be food. All right. Join us next week for another episode of Take It or Leave It, an advice-ish podcast hosted by two struggling moms who have no no idea idea what we're we're doing. doing. Love you. Bye. See you next week. See you next week. (laughs) Bye.